0: and it's your boy Rodney Perry, King himself, and you just tuned into the Soulfully Conscious Podcast for Humans, Simply Being Humans. This is Simply King. And today is going to be a special one because we are back in the true, true streets of grievances because adults don't have complaints. We got grievances. So I thought it was best in the times of where we all have, you know, went through so much of this year. We're coming up to the last few weeks of 2022. We just got, you know, done with Black Friday. We just got done with Thanksgiving. Cyber Monday is behind us. We're looking forward to the the holiday season and the new year. So in my mind, it's time to talk about adulting life. Yet again, so this is Adulting Volume 2. But before we get too far into the main topic, let us get into the one of my favorite sections, and probably, <laughs> this is gonna definitely be a clip because Twitter did it, they did it with this one. Let's talk about this week's Twitter checking, shall we? Mm. Let's look this up. This is hilarious. Okay. Shout out, shout out, shout out. I believe it was, I'm not sure if she was the very first. If she wasn't, then you know whoever gets the credit should get the credit, but this is who I seen first. At I Am Christy with three E's. Um tweeted out on 1122 I want to hear men's ix too. Ix. Without, please correct me if you hear this, you know, if you're hearing this, you're watching this. My understanding that an ick is basically when you are kind of dating or already have already had an initial attraction to somebody, but you lose attraction with the knowledge of whatever this thing is about a person. Ick. I got the ick now. The fact that anybody even asks what men's icks are is just... It's chef's kiss to me, because I knew it was going to be a, a, a pack filled with ignorance, but also some good stuff too. So, I'm gonna give you one of mine after I give you some of my favorites that I seen. Uh, and mind you, a lot of women hated this. A lot of them inter- were entertained by it too, but a lot of them couldn't stand it. Men were just saying they disdain something. We got it. We gotta figure that out with each other, but more about that later. Um, When she's an ambassador for these, I'll make sure y'all got the visual because these are hella funny to me. You know, I know know what flats look like when I see them and you know, flats have a purpose. You know, they do get the job done. It's very much giving you, I'm saying you a secretary or you a receptionist or you are working at the bank. You know what I'm saying? But it's cool. It's wholesome. Mm. You just like you better to go to church. I love it for you. We're moving on. My favorite. Shout out to, oh, that was uh, tweeted out by at Inguane N- TDN. Inguane TDN. Shout out to you, bro. Uh, then you have at Mole Mo Holland. Muhammad lover, Muhammad lover. My biggest thing is when she's been a hoe her whole life, and then meet me and want to take things slow. Oh God, that shit ain't fair. <laughs> Ooh, that's hilarious. And this car, time, this car time is breathing hard. is just perfect because it's like, how you gonna switch up on me, baby? And it's not like he wasn't want to still treat you like a lady. I think that's what people got to be misunderstanding. They believe that you get out of your whole phase, you learn all these things that kind of attracted and kept this particular energy amongst the people who you had around you. And you think that that energy is a thing that people don't want when you are trying to be serious about love. And that's not the case. We want that, too. We want that, too. You understand? We trying to find that out. We trying to figure that out, too. You understand? But I digress. Then you have honest, I agree with this one wholeheartedly. Text first and leaves me to carry on the conversation. This is kind of, you know, this is what I call the, the bumble complex. I feel like whoever designed how bumble works, where you match up with somebody and then they start the conversation and most women on those types of type, you know, types of platforms really hit you with a, Hey, (laughs) hit you with a, how are you? What's up? And now you got to carry the conversation. It irks my nerves. And mind you, I'm a person who can have conversations. So it's not like it's a problem or a stretch for me personally. It just feels like you called to get entertained. And I ain't no clown. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you call me because you want to talk to me, talk to me tell me something good. Tell me about your day vent. There's so many things that, that can be shared. But if it's like, if you if you get on if you get on your, call me just to get on your phone, you call me just to do this do that feels strange feels weird. Don't do that ladies. Uh, I get it. You know, I've, I've been told that happens because they want to know if you care. Right? You will learn how quickly he don't care. If you keep doing this, that's all I'm going to say. Now, my personal ick, my personal ick is, and it's kind of petty, I understand that, but it is, I don't like critical, like extremely critical women who like got some type of issue or like a consistent issue. It could be. Maybe they like laces always rising a little bit like that. Like After a good two, three days of freshness, they really don't know how to keep up with it. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what to do. You know what I'm saying? And because it's like, that just feels like some mean girl energy to me. Like you always point out things in other people or point out things in other situations and, you know, just kind of judgy a little bit. But you got a thing. And you might have a thing that can be Genuinely looked over. It's like, look, you you cute in every other way. You're a little ashy or whatever, whatever. But you cute in every other way. I can look over that. We can get over that. But what makes that hard to look over is if you are extra fucking critical of everything and everybody around us. You 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 like, isn't the waiter kind of like mean? Like, ain't they kind of trippy? And I was like, okay, it ain't that deep. It ain't that deep. But if you got, but to me, you can do that if you are perfect. If you just show up in this way where it don't seem like your shitty because you about that, you like that with yourself. So it's like, you know what? I can't even be mad at you. You ultra critical about you. You show up without a a tress out of place. So I get why you be looking at other people judging. I get it. That's my ache. That's my ache. But let's get into the vibes, right? So adulting really is... um. Doing a number on us all. We're all getting older. So many of my, I think so many of my listeners have been listening since the beginning, back in 2015. We've now put on seven years of some of some time. And so because of that, we've learned new things. People have had children in this amount of time. People have, you know, gained new family members, have gotten married, have lost family. Um, so many of us have had to like, Change So many things about our lives And come into new understandings Now For me I just want to point out a few things That I feel like I'm learning about adulting And hopefully we can all Support each other In this Whole aspect of trying to figure out How the hell This shit works Because when you realize You're the adults now kind of fucks you up you're so used to it being somebody else's responsibility to decide something. Somebody else's, you know, obligation to come and figure this out. But once you keep realizing that it's going to be you every single time, it can really create so much pressure. It makes you respect your parents. Makes you respect whoever raised you. Makes you respect the folks who came before you in so many different ways because it was like, damn, didn't know this what was going on, but now I do. Okay? So... First things first, prioritizing yourself. Now, when it comes to prioritizing yourself, I think it's a lot of people would say that that's a self-explanatory thing, Rodney. Why are you saying something that's so obvious? Because we don't do it. I know so many people who on a daily basis don't eat. On a daily basis, they forget to take them iron pills. I've seen them in them eggs. Somebody said, if you iron deficient, that's an egg for them. (laughs) I'm just saying, like, I think we don't prioritize ourselves the way we should. And I broke the prior prioritization of yourself into three things, into three categories. And I hope that you all can, like, look into this thing and check in with each aspect of this and make sure that it's right with you. First thing being time management. How are you using your time? Shout out to Sammy for this quote. How we spend our days is how we spend our lives. You know what I'm saying? Let me get a little let me get, a little, let me get a little, commotion for that one. A little applause. You know what I'm saying? Because I think that we've got to realize something about our, priori- our prioritization of self says a lot about what we're eventually going to manifest what we're eventually going to yield some reward from is what we're pouring ourselves into. People always are so astonished by them having a great um, career, but, but their personal lives is damaged. People are always trying to figure that out, how they can be this great lawyer, this great business person, this great whatever, whatever, and don't understand how their lives, either their love life, personal life, whatever it is, is suffering. And you gotta think about it. Which one do you take the most serious? Which one do you give the most time to? Which one do you get the most energy to? Which what what holds your attention in the best way is what you've seen the most progress in, more than likely. It's not coming easy. It's coming because you are putting the most energy and attention to it. So you gotta put more energy and attention to yourself. And I, you know, I'm a big proponent of routines, morning routines, night routines, if you need midday routines, if you always treat yourself if you always treat yourself to certain things on certain days, if you always take yourself on solo vacations if you never taking yourself on solo vac- vacations doing things for you with your time, filling your time up with all the things that feel right for you and those things can include doing things for other people but you have designated that time it's not them having dominion over your time, you're already agreeing into it, you're already opting into it so it doesn't feel so just like this strong sense of obligatory energy, it just feels good, you know? Then you have personal finance. And this is a sticky one. Because when you're talking about adults, nothing, the one thing that they don't tell us enough about is how to handle our funds, budgeting, what does what, how does this go here? What is allocation? What is the taxes? What is 401k, how does insurance work? Why do I need this? Why do I need that? What's a stock? What's an option? All that type of shit, right? Personal finance, I think is something that we have to see personal finance is something that we have to learn about ourselves. We gotta actually question our relationship with money. The one that's been taught to us and the one that we genuinely have shown up to have. There's a difference between the expected thing and the reality. And some of us could have grown up in families that maybe were terrible at money, but you are good. But that creates a, a imaginary... Well, not even imaginary. It's a true and real anxiety. But it's in the back of your mind that's fed by other people's experiences. So you're afraid that you're going to lose this money that you've been so good about managing because all that's around you are people who mismanage you. And then you got the flip side. You got people who... Your family has always been great with money and taught you the ways in which to be good with money, but you can't hold on to it. Say your life. It's a thing. I think we got to ask ourselves what it is that we really what is our genuine relationship with it and how in the world are we wanting to engage with money? How we want to draw it into our lives, use it as a tool, redefine it for ourselves. I have a mantra. You're allowed to have money. Something that I say to myself all the time, I literally have a painting on my on my wall that helps me remind myself that is what it is. Calling money and the energy of money into yourself is a thing. But you got to ask yourself how not only what does this money mean, but redefine it to mean something that you want in an abundant way. Money was introduced to me to be the thing that you use to pay bills with, especially from an adult context. My mama had to go to work and do all these different things all the time because she had to pay bills. I didn't ever even associate money to gifts, money to the things that she gave me that I wanted. Not first. I just knew she had to get up and go to work every day because she had to go get some money to go pay a bill. Right? So you have to redefine because if that's your relationship with money, if that's what your definition is of money, if that's how you see money, you don't think about work. You don't want an abundant amount of work. You don't want an abundant amount of money that comes by way of labor. So I always say money is freedom money is peace of mind. Having so much of that is never going to hurt you. Having so much freedom and so much peace of mind can never hurt you. You know, um, and then wellness. Wellness is something that I think a lot of us really fall short on when it comes to prioritizing ourselves. When it comes to our health, when it comes to, our, you know, how we see our bodies, if we're listening to our bodies. You know how many people be sitting here walking around with, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm speaking for myself, the antidote, antidote, speaking for myself. I was walking around here with a whole ass impacted ass tooth for over a year, not even knowing, didn't even feel a thing, went to the dentist and, and like put it off of going to the dentist for no reason other than just my own carelessness and learned that I had the, a big hole in my tooth, I had to get a root canal, I had to do so much shit. And it was just because I wasn't paying attention. I didn't care. I was just going about life. And we can't be like that with ourselves. And it definitely helped me get back on in track with things. Made me pay attention to my body in a way better way. Now I I feel like I understand a lot more about my body and myself. Just because I paid attention to that one thing, it was a trickle effect of everything. It's like, oh, you know what? How can I get better at this? How can I get better at that? How can I get better at this? What can I do for this? Because I just want to be it. I just want to be my best self, you know? Um... But Overall, also just, you know, we say all the time, you know, we want to become better at this or, you know, we put certain things off to tomorrow, but we prioritize the things that are our escapes and things that we do for fun. Trust me, it's going to be fun. It's going to feel good when you can feel good to continuously create these moments of fun and recreation. It's not going to feel good if you are stressed and not taking care of your mental health. If you are always tired because you aren't taking care of, you know, putting the right things into your body. If you can't really do all activities that maybe your friend group wants to do because you really aren't up to it. You really don't feel like you really are up to, it. you don't, you don't you don't feel comfortable about your body. You don't feel comfortable about, you know, the, the level of energy that you have to do the activity, whatever it is. So it's like, OK, ask yourself, what it is that you exactly want to do? What is your goal? Because if you feel a way about it. It could not bother you at all if you didn't care. But because you care, there's something that I think you need to look deeper into. Um, but that's my thing on prioritizing yourself. Um, next thing, life is a project. Just make sure it's the project that you want. I talk to my friends all the time because I am a person who has left corporate America, going on a year and some change now. Um, And I'm forever the person who everybody loves to vent to when it comes to them wanting to quit their damn job. I appreciate that. I don't mind telling people what's what. But I also believe that, you know, I'm coming from a place of like you should have control of your destiny. If you want to change or shift jobs and be more aligned in something else, I want you to do that. I'm not telling you to give up, you know, forever, you know, working. Um, especially working for a certain entity, just work within something that's aligned with you, something that feels good to you. And I feel like adopt the mindset of working with people, not working for people, because it shouldn't feel like you should ever you can't leave. You should be trying to create and and make sure that the life that you are living, especially if you have a professional career that you want to stay in a particular industry in. It needs to be a situation where you're there because you want to be and they want you to be not a situation where you don't have any choice. You know, you should always have a choice to do what you want to do and wherever you want to do it. You know, um, have interest that are just for you. It was brought. It was, you know, brought up to me about, you know, how many hobbies do I really have? And it's something I got to really give a lot more attention to. Cause I think I have hobbies I want to do. I want to you know, make jam, want to infuse things. You know what I'm saying? I want to make butters and oils and stuff like that. I'm going to make more time but I say those things specifically because it's not about making money I don't want to sell this type of stuff I just want to make it for myself I just want to have a lot of it just here, just in the space for me to use to cook with for me to give to people for you know as thing and maybe as gifts maybe that's my thing I'll make a specified infused thing for you that's catered to you know your taste buds not like, that i like that so cute I'm going to write that down That's kind of cute I like that um But have interests that aren't just entrepreneurial. Have interests that are good for just you and your soul and your spirit and just who you are, you know? Um, And protect that structure that you have. Like it is this project. You got your parameters. You got what you want to do with it. Protect it. If it's the routine, it's having respect for you and your time, but it's also having respect for what it is that you're trying to do. Because discipline isn't just about you. Discipline extends outside of you, too. Checking checking your boundaries. Like, hey, I really don't got time to do this today. Hey, I really don't really want to do this today. I really don't have the energy. I really need to get some rest before I go and do this. So, many, so often we're put in these precarious situations where we allow ourselves to go against our better judgment just to please other people. And I don't think we have to do that because I think that people shouldn't, put that level of pressure on us especially when we're choosing to do something that's for our better good you know it's just my thing you know it's just adulting I think it's all about adulting just adulting right then I would say the older I get the more I appreciate um, all familial connections and uh, and not just the romantic ones right and I didn't realize this but I think I, you know but certainly like a, a lover boy of sorts, girl crazy for sure. And I'm realizing the older and older I get how much of the old habits and things I feel like I used to do and used to keep up with really don't serve me the way that they used to. And, um, and I'm, I'm realizing how I need to approach those things differently too. But more than anything, it's, re- it's making me realize how much time and energy I d- haven't given to my to my friendships to my brotherhoods to my siblinghoods to my niblings to you know the the relationships i could have with my mom the relationship i could have with my with my uncles and aunts you know even you know and and, and then also grandparents and things like that like i think you know the losing all of my grandparents is kind of a it was kind of an impactful thing for me because I feel like I was just starting to get into the interest of knowing who they were as people even more but I feel okay about it about them now becoming, you know, spiritual ancestors because everything happens for a reason and I feel and I still feel like I've grasped the inspiration that I could gather from the relationship we did have um But I do think that, you know, it's a particular thing that I've noticed not only in myself, but in other people too. I've noticed very often that we, a lot of us allow for the lack of romance to define the quality of life we're living. I've seen so many independent, beautiful black women feel like their lives aren't shit because they ain't got no man feel like they ain't really doing much. They the fucking super, super duper supervisor at their jobs. <laughs> They're the number one, da da da, at their firm. They're the best, this, that, in the third. Beyonce sending them Ivy Park boxes and they be soaking in the house. Because this crush or this nigga that they would like to act right ain't acting right. And I get it from an emotional space. But your world, ain't, your world ain't over. Your world ain't even close to over, baby. You got so much working for you. That is a portion of you. And I think that we don't lean into the aspects of where we got community. Like, oh, you can still go out on a date. Take your friends. Y'all go together. Oh, you want to go check out this new resort in Anguilla? Go handle that. Go do that. Go see that. Nothing is stopping you. And when you bring and invite the energy of another person into your life who's worthy of your time, it's only going to make sense because you've already been living your best life. So they got to be an extension of the happiness that you create for yourself. You know. We got to just be into it. life isn't terrible just because love isn't the love that you want at that time isn't there because there is love around you and you got to lean into that love because that's what's going to really feed you. Um, no matter what, no matter what state of life you're in. Um, We should focus in on our communities and fortify our communities so much more. Um, As adults, I think we, especially black men, I see so often how the older we get, the more lonely we get. We start losing friends because of old age, and we just kind of just wither away. We don't really ask and check in or keep up with each other in the ways that we should or could. We become very one track minded when it comes to the things that we do. We don't we're not as communal the older we get. A lot of men, you know, find some joys in, you know, doing certain things that you really can only do when you're a certain age. Y'all used to hoop. Y'all used to play ball. Y'all used to ride bikes. But once you get over a certain age, you probably can't do that too much. <laughs> you Probably can't do too much of that. So it still ends up you end up still being feeling alone, you know. If there's not a shared interest in the thing and you're not close by those people, then it's hard. If you're not open and friendly to making new friends, then it's hard again. Um, if you move around a lot, you go to new places, and you're a grown-ass man, and you don't, show, you don't have certain shared interests, it might be a little difficult. It might not be. It's just we have to lean into our community, and we also, fellas, 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 Community is not just me. We got to open our hearts and know that women in our lives are the ones that we need to learn with, heal with, understand, because it's only going to help us feed into them and pour into them and the ways in which they need it. It's not no mystery with shit, you know, because we talk about it. We talk about it from a, a way low stress place too. talk to your sisters, talk to your, you know, your women friends, talk to your mama. And 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 if you are doing the work, as I hope you all are, then you'll get way more impactful conversations out of those things, and you're fortifying the community that you in because they now know you solid. You see that they solid, and y'all can all just lean in on each other in so many various ways, support each other, be there for each other, for real, for real. You know, that's just it. You know, but that is my adulting, volume two. Hope I gave you enough nuggets to carry you along to the rest of the year. But before I let you go, shout out to Frankie Beverly and Maze. We, because we ain't did it in a while, we gotta send it on. Y'all heard? It. It's D'Angelo. So, today send it on. It's holiday related. Holiday season. My loud, my, my loud notebook. But I want to give y'all three three gifts. The send it on call to action for today is I need you, whoever is listening or watching this, to follow me on TikTok. Because I'm going to put all throughout December, it's going to be on my Amazon storefront gifts for you to buy him and them. If that's you, if your person, persons, peoples, you got anybody you got to buy something with, that's this that's, this is the range of things. If you always are asking, what can I get my guy? What can I get this person? What can I get my person? What do they like? Do, do I just buy him socks again? No, don't buy that nigga socks. Don't buy him tools. Don't buy him none of the things that you think is cute. Get him something that he like. He won't. Please. So I have three things that are gonna be on my Amazon storefront right now. So you can go check them out right now. And go ahead and get that link on the description of this episode. First thing, if for the nerdy folks, get God of War Ragnarok. Have heard nothing but great things. Is more than likely gonna be up for Game of the Year. It's a great story about a a, a young, an old God of War in a whole new land hacking and slashing and fucking shit up with his son. It's great. The story's great. It's probably one of the few games where you actually be watching the damn break credits and and the break scenes and cinematics of the the shit. It's good. I've heard nothing but good things. Great play. It's difficult enough. It's going to make him not pay attention to you for at least a few days, but be okay with that. Let him have it. Feed into the escape. Feed into his shit. And second gift, for my fitness folks, right? Get your mans a vibrating foam roller. And the vibrating foam roller, you know, is something that still works, something that's still good. You can pack it up, you know what I'm saying? It's going to fit in a nice little suitcase because, you know, people always pretend like they're going to work out when they're on vacation, but sometimes they don't. It is what it is, but it's a vibe. If they serious, they not serious, whatever it is, go get it Amazon storefront go get it now and just for you know I'm saying for the average Joe a DIY whiskey infusion kit go get it add different flavors and textures and things up until your favorite whiskey have your stuff be curated to your taste buds your person is in the whiskey why not get them this and that's just those I'm going to give so much more. I'm going to do three in every single piece of content. So you're going to get with it. You're going to love it. Trust me. It's going to be a vibe. So tap in with me. Go follow me on TikTok. All links, all things are below. If you don't know, you should know, you can follow me everywhere at Kings underscore memoirs. Follow the pod at Simply King pod on IG and the Simply King podcast on Facebook. Go and like, please make sure you subscribe. Make sure you go and follow and subscribe on YouTube as well. Go see this face. If you're only listening, go and see how I look. I ain't too bad, look. But no, you just tuned into the Soulfully Conscious Podcast for Humans, Simply Being Humans. I've been Rodney Perry. This has been Adults in Volume 2. This has been Simply King. Peace.